0: Hello everybody, my name is Landon Arenas, thanks for listening to episode 194 of the Vortex Apologetic Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Vortex Apologetic, where substance reigns over mindless entertainment. Because biblical truth matters in a profound, timely, and urgent way in a lost and dying world. And now, introducing your humble servants in Jesus Christ, Ricardo, a.k.a. Beef, Arenas, and Jeff, the Brain, Claiborne.
2: Lori, (laughs) we want to thank you for another blessed opportunity to give us, Father, to gather this way uh, remotely, Lord. And uh, I am always grateful and thankful to see my brother, the Brain, on the other side of the screen, Lord. Uh, thank you for his fellowship, Father. And uh, thank you for the time you give us to continue to carry on with this podcast, Father. I pray that every word that is spoken, Father, benefits and edifies uh, the church body, Lord. Anybody, any hearers, any listeners, Lord, I pray, Lord, that... Uh, We uh, get to the point directly, Father, and we can address anything, Father, that you want us to address, Lord. And we're grateful and thankful for the opportunity given us, Lord. I pray that you bless our families, bless us uh, in our different uh, locations that we're in, Lord. And Father, let us continue to fervently seek the truth, Lord, and uh, otherwise uh, share, Father, the truth uh, that that we stand on and that we are freely uh, be able to share it to everyone, Lord. Thank you for the time you give us. Bless this time, and uh, let us do whatever we do, Lord, for Your glory. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. My brother. Amen. How is you out there? Well, well I see me- that you got your uh, your uh, library back.
0: I I reclaimed territory, my brother. <laughs> nice. nice. I got my office back. All my books are behind me in the bookshelf here. So I'm smarter already just by being here. Bro, I was going to say
2: you look more sophisticated. And (laughs) I mean, that look, that background right there looks like this guy knows a lot. Like,
0: Man, I was starting to lose my brains not being up here for a while.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So in other words, the wilderness (laughs)
0: wilderness (laughs) gave me an appreciation for nature,
2: but... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but not really I, want to be in it all the time, right?
0: <laughs> I, I, yeah, I need all that book brain power that's behind me here. I love it, bro. <laughs> well,
2: it looks good. It looks good. Good stuff, yeah, my brother.
0: So, so, let's do this. Let's begin with a report from California from you. What's going on out there? Oh,
2: buddy? my gosh. Good old <laughs> California. What, what can we say about the state? Prices continue to go up. Gas <laughs> well, people more say a lot about that state, but it's, I mean, <laughs> the, uh, anywhere that moves out of California gets frowned upon because they're like, uh-oh, they're bringing all their California baggage with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: I I moved here from there, and I'm already accepted here,
2: so we're good to go. <laughs> all, right. all right. I'm going to hope on that whenever I do end up moving. Yeah. I don't know when that will be, but.
0: Well, they, uh, they find out a little bit about you. They'll yep, like you. <laughs> that's true. Huh? That's
2: right. Mm-hmm. California is going to California, bro. You know how it is out here we're basically a blue state which continues to be you know very much pro i wouldn't say biden because i think that we've been talking about how a lot of people are coming to the realization that it's a really really bad administration and i'm sure they would have voted differently (laughs) if they would have known what was gonna take place years later um but brother yeah uh I think we're starting to see the separation. There's not going to be no middle class, bro. It's either going to be, you're going to be on the low, 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 poor level, or you're going to be on the high, rich level. Middle class, man, it's taking a beating, brother. That beating. has been
0: predicted. Yeah, that was predicted that that would happen.
2: Yeah, school-wise, yeah. I mean, they're, they're getting woker than ever. You know, there's, what, <clears throat> well, but we should appreciate Temecula, California, whom mm-hmm. the, the district there refuses to adhere to the uh, governor's push on what should be taught in schools they're like no we're not we're not doing it they're being defiant brother to the point where the the governor is not happy he's he's like t- starting to cut out their their funding and things of that nature so that's california for you Anytime
0: Newsom is not happy, I am happy.
2: Absolutely, it should make everybody <laughs> else happy. That's right. Yep, yep. <laughs> so, but California um, fall is here, brother. You know what that means? That means we, the greatest weather. <laughs> I mean, it's always beautiful oh, in San Diego, but that's fall the blessing is just of California: awesome. mm-hmm. the
0: beaches, the weather, the the mountains. The I mean, the beautiful scenery out there is just incredible. Yeah, but uh-huh. uh, is uh, Imperial. County going to secede and go to Arizona.
2: Well, I mean, <laughs> they're talking about it. I know. I I read about it, and it's <laughs> it makes sense. I mean, it completely makes sense why they would. I mean, it would benefit Californians because I mean, all we have to do is cross into Imperial Valley and get cheaper prices on gas. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, you <know>? that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Yeah, but, it's not uh,
0: that far from San Diego County, right? No,
2: an hour, an hour <laughs> or so away. It's like, yeah, that's not bad. A drive, we can go have spend a day out there, and but yeah. uh, that would be interesting cool. for sure. Uh, you know, if they do, you know, so we yeah. shall see. Uh, well, but I think it's very, pre- very possible. I mean, it's very possible.
0: The Supreme Court, I think, it was the Supreme Court that shot Newsom down recently on the uh, ten round magazine ban. Did you hear about that one? I heard about. Excuse me, I heard about that. Yeah, I oh, not bad. Com- It was it was a restriction, the ten rounds. Okay, on, the on restriction. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they they said it. Uh, Supreme Court said it's unconstitutional. So new <laughs> Newsom's not having a good week. No, right? <laughs> no, he's not.
2: He's having a <laughs> tough week this week. Uh-huh. But uh, well, see, you, brother, you know, the Lord has his hands in all things. So
0: he does. He
2: does. Yeah. To uh, just live in 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 that uh, in that security, you know. But other than yeah. that, yeah, California is being California.
0: <laughs> well, the only thing I can say about North Carolina is that Europe keeps trying to, and Africa they keep uh-huh. trying to shoot hurricanes in our direction.
1: Oh, wow! But
0: some, but somehow we keep uh, warding them off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then, I mean, one a tropical storm hit North Carolina just just a few days ago, okay. but. We barely felt it where I'm located, mm. and uh, um, you know the the hurricane that big Category Five that went into a Category Three, yeah. and it got off the coast of North Carolina and then shot north, mm. right? Uh, right? So we we have been the Lord has protected us so far uh-huh. so uh, you know <clears throat> that's that's the news out of North Carolina um, that, not much happening I, I mean we don't have the craziness that California has really
1: yeah yeah you know,
0: yeah we have we have a super majority oh that's good yeah uh, and we have a super majority of uh, conservatives in the legislature
1: uh-huh.
0: super majority conservatives in the um, Supreme Court. Here in uh, North Carolina, but we have a Democrat governor. Mm, okay. But he's but he's kind of outnumbered.
2: Oh I, yeah, <laughs> if he got the majority, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So he's not. uh he's, he, can't he has really, a tough time, huh?
0: <laughs> yeah, he's kind of a lame duck. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's
2: just like I'm so, going to serve my term and that's it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Interesting, so, brother.
0: So there's a lot going on, really. Um, there's a lot of theories and uh and predictions flying around the internet lately. Um October's coming around and mm-hmm. people are starting to ramp up the the theories, you know. Yeah. Um one of the theories that I heard this week uh somebody had put out that um they're going to turn on the 5G uh, cell towers to a certain frequency.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: And it's, uh, if you've had the shot, this is according to the theory that's being put out there. Okay. uh, That particular frequency will will interact with the shot and will start killing people, maiming people, causing problems with people, you know? Uh, So, Now, they even have a date predicted for this, brother.
2: Oh, really? Wow. It's
0: either October the 4th Uh or October the 11th. And they have a specific time. October the 4th at 2.20 p.m. Wow.
2: They went that far, huh?
0: Yeah. Some guy put this out on social media, and I saw the video, and I have no clue who the guy is. And people started running with it. (laughs) (laughs) And I have to tell you, I'm not buying it, you know, woo, at this point. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not buying it. No, yeah. I, I don't think the deep state, um, new world order, if you will, uh, it's not a good strategy for them. And I don't, I just don't think it would, uh, it would work,
1: right? You know, right.
0: So I, I don't think uh, that it's something that they would do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that kind of stuff has been going on there's there's theories about the alien that was brought out in in Mexico you my country bro
2: really <laughs> my country decided oh look we have kept a secret from all of you for the last we've been doing studies and it's like dude are you serious really and I saw it, I saw I saw a parody on him and uh,
0: they're they playing the cha-cha music you know yeah. and, and the aliens dancing to the cha-cha music you know uh-huh. <laughs> yep.
2: Yep. but anyway what it's were we gonna, gonna a, say brother I, I, I was gonna say there's just, <laughs> it, it, they're just making a mockery out of it everybody's making memes oh. about it it's just oh yeah it's like oh come on oh. really yeah yep yeah, yeah. And, and then somebody came Mid, out i go you never distraction yeah no absolutely and somebody mm-hmm. came out saying do you not remember what the mummies from back back in the area you used to be buried do you not remember what they look like I go it's a clearly resemblance these are people they're not aliens it's like oh my gosh and I remember seeing some of my when I used to go to school in Mexico when I was young I remember my textbooks and I remember seeing you know mummified bodies that look just Mm -hmm. like that and because back then you know uh, the earlier years people were a lot smaller
0: right and there was a particular tribe that elongated their skull, right?
2: Yes. There yes. was some they, kind of
0: religious act, right? It to was them. a wrap. Yeah.
2: They wrapped their heads mm-hmm. a certain way, right. which Ellen mm-hmm. elongated their their heads. And mm-hmm. it's like, come on, aliens, really? I'm like, oh, I was born in that country. No, why? <laughs> but they believe it, though. I mean. I don't know if you got caught any of the uh, articles that were released on the, when they were speaking, the scientists and the researchers and they were seriously like, like they, they believe that these are extra extraterrestrials. These are not from this world and their studies they made and everything. It's like, well, I can see why people would fall for it, you know, because yeah, it, yeah. It, it seems so legit. Right. But
0: right. Right. Come on. <laughs>
2: oh my goodness.
0: Yeah, it's well. There, I think it's meant to be a distraction to get what what they do. What the new world order does is they'll put something out on the news, you know, to distract us. And while we're distracted, they're doing something else over. Oh sure, over here, over somewhere else, you know. Right. So, uh, and so we don't have to pay attention to this over here. We're you know they're, we're distracted over heat over there,
2: yep. and
0: so we don't catch them on what they're trying to do.
2: Right, right. <clears throat> like I said, it's a strategy. It's a strategy. You know. <clears throat> and sometimes we don't know what what the strategy is for, but it's something. Just covering something else, or is distracting. Trying to cover something.
0: something up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
2: <clears throat> absolutely. I
0: mean, it's distracted. I mean, Hunter just got indicted for the gun charges, right?
2: Oh, that's right. He did. He did.
0: Yeah, and. uh so they're they they do not want us to be paying attention to Barista.
1: Right. You know, right. Uh
0: to the to the, the connection between Ukraine and the Bidens and the the fake corporations mm-hmm. and all of that that they were doing. Which um,
2: <clears> reminds me of something that I recently saw. I didn't get a chance to read the entire thing, but it was a video of uh Veritas. That's what you're talking about, right? Veritas, yeah. Did you see that part where they discovered uh, the journal, the daughter's journal? One of the Biden's daughter. Yeah, yeah, so apparently there's a mansion in Miami. That one's (laughs) X-rated. Yes, but it also has a lot of information that it's like they don't really want out in the public and how far they went as to, hey, you either better give us this or else and it was like what so it's very interesting that they didn't want that release because yeah of all the stuff <laughs> so i thought man oh. leave it to the bidens you know find a way to uh, you know get to things the way they want to get to things and uh, by every, every any means necessary so you know they try to cover yeah. everything up so <clears throat>
0: now that's but to me that's also another distraction because oh sure they want us focused on biden mhm Because if we're focused on Biden, we're not focused on the Bilderberg Group. Yeah. And Bohemian Grove. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know, and the World Economic Forum and Mm -hmm. all of the things that they're doing. Yeah, we wouldn't be focused on them.
2: Right. Right.
0: So I've been reading the Tavistock Institute, Social Engineering the Masses.
2: Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: Right. By Daniel Estelin. Now, Daniel Estelin is an award winning investigative journalist, and he's a best-selling author. Uh, some of his books are uh, The True Story of the Bilderberg Group, um, Chattel Masters, uh, Destruct- uh, Deconstructing, WikiLeaks, Trans uh, Evolution, The Octopus Deception, uh, so <laughs> forth and so forth. I mean, he's got mm-hmm. some, uh, one's called, uh, oh, he's featured on uh, Jesse Ventura's Cons- Bessie Venturas, excuse me, conspiracy theory television mm. show back in the day. But he, he, this book is mind blowing. And you can tell he did his research because he's got so much. I, I got highlights mm. all over the place yeah, in this yeah. book because I, the deep state had, they have so many, um, you know, programs and nonprofits and corporations uh, that they funnel their money through, and all this kind of stuff. And so mm-hmm. many names. There's so many different people that right. that run these organizations. It's it's your brain hurts after you start reading about all of them. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I was just reading this week when I was reading, it was starting to blow my mind. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to read some things to you in just a moment uh now I'm in the I'm in the uh chapters chapter four called okay. the doors of Perception the CIA psychedelic Revolution and that was right after the chapter where they talked about the Kennedy assassination that was chapter three
1: um
0: mm. uh, so <clears throat> he's talking about how they were doing mind control experimentation
1: mm, okay uh
0: and uh you know from the from the period of all the way back to the 1920s, all the way up to the 1960s. The 1960s mm-hmm. really brought in the use of psychedelic and uh, drugs, uh, psychopathic drugs, right, yeah. um, as a uh, an enhancement to mind control.
1: Mm, uh, the okay.
0: CIA through uh, MK Ultra, their program MK Ultra, that was. Uh, the CIA's experimentation into this. And there was, I think the book said there was over a hundred different individual, um, uh, parts to the program where, you know, mm. different areas where they were doing these experimentations. <clears throat> and, uh, when it came to that, um, uh, they would combine, uh, the drug use with certain types of music
1: Mm, and the
0: music, the music would be, um, rock, basically rock because of the, because of the repetitiveness and the beats. Mm -hmm. And so it's a certain type of beat. When you combine it with the LSD, like LSE 25 and other psychopathic drugs, it really has an effect
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and and there it's people don't know that they're being mind manipulated by it. They have no clue. Yeah. Uh, but it's but it sets up certain uh, I don't want to say signals but imprints into the brain where you, you get you're triggered. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's who's tried to uh, come out of uh, drug abuse, Mm-hmm. Alcoholism, anything like that, they understand the term trigger yes. because oh, certain absolutely. things, yeah, certain things will trigger you to go back into using that drug or alcohol or mm-hmm. you know, a, a sex um, addiction or whatever it might be. Uh, there are certain triggers in your brain that uh, that when it when those triggers go off, it's really really difficult to fight off that urge mm-hmm. you know yeah. uh, and that's a form of mind control is what it is
1: sure
0: and i think most people today have had some level of mind control because of the things we experience in childhood and so forth i mean you could probably probably not include the amish or anybody like that who's actually living away from technology you know mm-hmm. where it's not really affecting them but anyone who's Watch television, anyone because the next chapter's on television. I can't wait to get into that one. But uh, anyone has watched television, uh smoked marijuana, because marijuana was a part of their MK Ultra uh experiments and so forth. Yeah. Now, how prev- how prevalent is that?
2: Oh, right. <clears throat> you remember back in the day Woodstock? Well, Woodstock is mentioned in here. Yeah. Rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, drugs, <coughs> mushrooms, LSD, angel dust. Right. What else? Marijuana. You know, and uh, the term experiment, right? Oh yeah, experimenting he, he exactly. And combined drug, combining the drugs. <coughs> oh, yeah. He mentioned
0: he mentions Timothy Leary. Oh yeah, uh, which was uh, he, he first heard about hallucinogenics in uh, 1957 from Life Magazine, believe it or not. <clears throat> and uh, began his career as a CIA contract employee. Did you know that Jim t- Timothy Leary was a c- CIA contract employee? No, I did not. What? Uh, yes, it's, isn't that amazing? That is he, this. Wow. <laughs> a, a night at a 1977 reunion of acid pioneers. Leary openly admitted everything I am I owe to the foresight of the CIA.
1: Wow. And he no was the
0: one. He was one saying. You know, take drugs to expand your mind, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely.
0: That was a CIA operation.
2: Wow.
0: In the 1960s, the Rand Corporation is mentioned as a part of it. Uh, w. H. McLaughlin. Um, you have uh, the Frankfurt School mentioned, which was a German school of uh, the, the, what the Frankfurt School did was they they took the economic uh, system that Marx had put together, Karl Marx, with mm. the communism and all that. His it was an economic theory that Karl Marx had uh, had postulated, and the Frankfurt School said that's not going to work on on the United States. You can't. Mm. They're they're too prosperous. You're not going to be able to go in there with Marx's economic theory and be able to turn them around. So the Frankfurt School innovated a way to undermine the united states and Mm -hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a couple hints on that here in just a moment um it goes all the way back to the 1920s uh uh, there's a ascona commune before 1920 Mm
1: -hmm. that they
0: were experimenting these things that said that the political theory came completely from the frankfurt school Lucien Goldman, a French radical who was a visiting professor at Columbia University in 1968, was absolutely correct when he said of Herbert Mm Marcuse in 1969 that the student movements found in his works and ultimately in his works alone the theatrical formulation of their problems and aspirations. The long hair and sandals, the free love communes, the microbiotic food— Deliberated lifestyles had been designed at the turn of the century and thoroughly thoroughly field-tested, brother, by various Frankfurt School-connected New Age social experiments like the Ascana Commune before 1920.
1: Wow.
0: Jump anytime you want, brother. You can interrupt anytime with a comment. Even Tom Hayden's defiant Never Trust Anyone Over 30 – Who does that remind you of, brother? Who has said that many times in our Bible lessons?
2: Repeat that again.
0: Uh, Tom Hayden's defiant, never trust anyone over 30. Who has Uh, mentioned that? That was Dr. Gamble. Dr. Gamble. Very good. Dr.
1: Gamble.
0: Yeah. Okay. You you won. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dr. Gamble used to say that all the time, right? He used to mention this. Yeah, this was uh, something that they were pushing. Well, yeah, this is wow. right out of right out of these uh, programming, this yeah. programming that they mm-hmm. were doing. So it says, uh, but he says that phrase, uh-huh. never trust anyone over 30, was merely a less urban version of Rupert Brooks, 1905. Wow. Nobody, and this is the saying, nobody over 30 is worth talking to. Oh,
1: that's
0: awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> It, it's almost comical, you know. Very, it, but it, very it, much it, so. It's, it's, it's kind of sad, but it's it, you know that it, it made me laugh, and I read it in no, that for way.
1: For
0: sure, for sure. <clears throat> you know, it's like, uh, geez, I'm way over thirty. <laughs> they
1: really don't <laughs> yeah, want to talk right? to me.
0: You know, um, but it said that the social planners who shaped the 1960s simply relied on already available materials, taking the entire charade one step further beyond sanity into the world of super drugs to be used for behavior modification and mind control tasking, a key that would eventually allow unfettered access to the human mind. Mm. Does it start to click at that point, reading that why we are where we are today?
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's
0: all programmed.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yep.
0: He says, uh, to understand the roots of this charade, Jeffrey Steinberg of the Executive Intelligence Review suggests that it is necessary to go back to the immediate post-war period. When there was a concerted effort launched by the Frankfurt School and the London Tavistock Institute to use the marxist Freudian perversion of psychology and other social sciences as instruments of mass social control, and brainwashing. The two pillars of assault on the American intellectual tradition were cybernetics and the drug counterculture. Mm. And that's how the Frankfurt School said they would do it.
2: Wow. And
0: here we are today.
2: Yeah, repeating, everything repeating itself.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It gets even more interesting. Uh, Drug counterculture was precisely the weapon. That the Prayford School and their fellow travelers employed over the next fifty years to create a cultural paradigm shift away from the so-called authoritarian matrix of man in the living image of God and the superiority of the republican form of nation-state over all forms of political organization. They transformed transformed. Try this again. They transformed American culture toward an erotic, perverse matrix associated with the present politically correct tyranny of tolerance for dehumanizing drug abuse, sexual perversion, and the glorification of violence. For the Marxist Freudian revolutionaries of the Frankfurt School, the ultimate antidote to the hated Western Judeo-Christian civilization was to tear that civilization down, from the inside by turning out generations of necrophiliacs. Wow. Any thoughts so far? I got more. No, more than anything. <laughs> I
2: just, yeah, it's like you can uh, clearly see it. It's But, it, I mean, some things when you find out how they used to do things back back in many years ago, mm-hmm. people are in shock as to what this was happening. Like, whatever we do now, it's like the most... You know, unique time. No, it's been done before. It's just now it's probably faster and easier because of the way they communicate things. Again, mm-hmm. media, the news, all that stuff gets information <coughs> to the people quicker, so the effect is faster, mm-hmm. right? But it's all yeah. about that. All about that control. I mean, it is. Yeah. I mean, it was done back then. What as Ecclesiastes well, says, was, brother, so- there's nothing new under the sun, right? No. <laughs> But these were building blocks.
0: Yeah, absolutely. These were the, They were laying the foundation to build what we have become today as yeah. a society. Right. Now, listen to this. If this statement seems harsh, consider the following. In his 1948 work on philosophy of modern music, hmm. that's your area, your area, oh, brother, Frankfurt yeah. School leader, uh, Theodore Adorno, uh, uh, sorry, Adorno, that's correct, correct pronunciation. Theodore Adorno argued that the purpose of modern music is li- to literally drive the listener insane.
1: Mm. <laughs> I'll read it again.
0: Theodore Adorno argued that the purpose of modern music Is to literally drive the listener insane. Think about
2: very interesting.
0: Think about hip hop, rap, heavy metal, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You combine that with psychedelic drugs, Mm -hmm. and what do you get?
2: Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah.
0: you get you know the wicked dream, right? Yeah, Um, absolutely. Quote, he justified this by asserting that modern society was a hotbed of evil, authoritarianism, and potential fascism, and that only by using, oh, I'm sorry, only by first destroying civilization through the spread of all forms of cultural pessimism and perversity mm-hmm. could liber- liberation occur. So they're going the opposite direction of liberation to get liberation. <laughs> Anyway, on the role of modern music, he wrote, It is not that schizophrenia is directly expressed therein, but the music imprints upon itself an attitude similar to that of the mentally ill. The individual brings about his own disintegration. He imagines the fulfillment of the promise through magic, but nonetheless, within the realm of immediate actuality, its concern is to dominate schizophrenic traits through the, uh, through the uh, aesthetic consciousness. Mm. In so doing, it would hope to vindicate insanity as true health. Necrophilia, he added, is the ultimate expression of true health in this sick society. Now, necrophilia today would be transgenderism, oh, um, okay. same-sex same sex attraction, mm-hmm. Um you know, pedophilia, those type of things. Eric Fromm, another leading Frankfurt School figure, devoted much of his seminal 1972 work, The Anatomy of Human Destructiveness, to the analysis of necrophilia, which he pronounced to be the dominant trend in modern society. Fromm defined necrophilia as all forms of obsession with death and destruction particularly those with intense sexual overtones.
1: Mm.
0: Ironically, his abstinence, his ostensible care for this mass social perversion was the drug, rock, sex, counterculture of the late 1960s. Mm. So the pride parade marches, all of the uh, demands of transgenders to go into whatever restroom they want to go into and uh, transgenders in sports and um, all of this stuff, the, the pedophilia, all of it came out of this, uh, mind manipulation,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, that was occurring in the 1960s through, you know, drugs, sex, and rock and roll. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep.
2: Yeah.
0: Free love. Which, right. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, which the yeah. combination mm-hmm. of. You know, all those easily, easily will put your state of mind in a controllable situation, meaning you right. be controlled, not you controlling. Uh, I was reading an article not too long ago on uh, just it was a recent study done that, uh, about music, and the study said that the happiest people are those that listen to heavy metal and heavy music, and and for the majority of part, it's true, because you, I mean just kind of thinking about it, but also when you have that metal or any type of music with the wrong substance, you know, using at the same time, it could be the completely mm-hmm. opposite of happy. <laughs> you can put, you put yourself in the worst mood. You can put yourself in the worst of aggressive situations, uh, sure. you know, being able to be controlled, <clears throat> you know, but so it, it depends on the context of that. Uh, But yes, but I mean, if you look back, brother, I mean, again, we we'll go back to Woodstock. You know, mm-hmm. those minds were all in one accord thinking, you know, a couple things that had to do with that entire uh, 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 festival, which was the music, yeah. what's the hallucinogens and all the drugs they were using, and the sex that was taking place. <laughs> and right. everybody that went to that, you know, this festival can tell you that's what it was all about. That's what their state of mind, everybody there, it was the love, There was the rock and roll, it was the protesting against war, right? right? So, but this- yeah. This this destroys
0: a myth that has been that has been um, propagated for a long time, and that is that that was just a rebellious generation.
2: Absolutely, Absolutely.
0: that's a myth. As as that, yeah, it, it, because that was not a rebellious generation. That was a generation that was ex- being experimented upon for mind control. Mm-hmm. They were victims of mind control. Is right. what they were, right? You know, we could have gone into the 1960s and had another decade like the 1950s,
2: right? Right. You know,
0: but because of these CIA operations, these operations of trying to figure out how to manipulate the minds of human beings
1: mm-hmm.
0: and introduction of drugs and so forth, uh, and the way they did it was very clever. Um Timothy Leary was one of the ways that they did it, but there yeah. were others. Um uh, it, it it had a very, very sinister effect upon these these kids, and a lot of them were students in the universities. And the universities were conducting experiments, MKUltra, CIA type of experiments on these students. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. And that's, uh that's how advanced you know, they were, brother,
2: even then. The advancement of, you know, technology in a way, saying it, mm-hmm. uh, they were advanced and a lot of people didn't believe they were capable of doing certain things. But yeah. you, you read now what was taking place compared to what tech is, takes place now. It's very, it's very similar. It's almost the same thing, except mm-hmm. we have new technologies. But that was, you know, happening then. A lot of people well, are shocked. They're shocked they at do things like that.
0: Well, they've become even more sophisticated now with it.
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: even more sophisticated. By the way,
2: don't let, I'm going to jump in here real quick. Just kind of a little bit off topic, but in a way, kind of yeah. in the topic, did you happen to see the AI robots that were put on uh, one of the Chargers games in the actual stadium? And mm-hmm. a week later, Padre, San Diego Padre, there was a game. They put the same AI robots in the crowds. And you see them interact, brother, and almost human-like. It was oh, like
0: yeah. no, amazing. I didn't see that, but I've seen. If you ever get a other- chance,
2: YouTube. Yeah. The, you know the AI robots, SoFi Stadium. That that's the LA Chargers' uh, stadium that they're playing currently playing in, and okay. the San Diego Petco Park. And the yeah, AI Park, mm-hmm. man, they sh- they showed them in the cameras, and it's like the faces of a human being, except they're all robots. Wow. You, know, you can see the back was kind of robotic and. Uh, like AI is coming, bro. I mean, AI is something else. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I've
0: seen it. I've seen them in other settings communicating, yeah. and and it's amazing. But uh, I was I was on the field in Petro, Pet, uh, Petco Park in, I want to say twenty, I think it was around two thousand seven. Okay. Uh, before Padres game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's when I made officer of the year. Mm. And so we, we, you know, they honored us before the Padre game. Yeah. Uh, it was each officer a year from each department in the San Diego area. So wow. that was kind of officer cool. Officer of there. the
2: year. Love that it. was
0: cool. That was really cool being out there and in, in, uh, where all the ball players and stuff were. Yeah, you know? I, bet. I bet. So it was pretty cool. But anyway, yeah. So, yeah, they are making progress in, on, on AI. And that's that's one of the steps is AI. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the, the is to try to, uh, impl- you know, are, are, well all, already. Uh, Elon Musk has created something that to implant into the brain to help like um, people who have certain diseases mm-hmm. that yes. th- that uh, affects their body functions. they not able right. to walk. I've well heard so-
2: about that, especially people that yeah. have like cerebral palsy and things like that nature. Cerebr-
0: that type of thing, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, now that's a good use of it.
2: I, I'm not against that.
0: That's a good use of it. But, uh, the problem is that something like that can be abused.
2: Oh, absolutely. absolutely.
0: That's the problem. Control. Have to have
2: Remember, we're talking control. about
0: control. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So anyway, we'll get back to what we were talking about. And, uh, let me get back some more. So we talked about, now, then it talks about the drugs and I won't go heavily into that, but we're, we're all pretty familiar with the drug situation. Um, it says on page ninety that there were 149 MK Ultra subprojects, 149 of them. So 149 different experiments around the country using drugs and music to uh, see how it would affect mind control. Um. So let me hit some of the more prominent uh, quotes here. See if I can find. Okay, so this is interesting. Uh, the proximate origins of these actions go back to an overtly satanic turn in the 19th century Romantic movement,
2: mm.
0: notably the exemplary connection of Britain's H.G. Wells. Remember H.G. Wells?
2: Yes, of
0: course. Role of H.G. Uh, 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 Wells, Bertrand Russell, the famous atheist, right? Mm-hmm. And theophysis, uh, theosophist, excuse me, my, my tongue gets all twisted, my lips get all messed <laughs> up. Uh, theosophist leader, Alistair Crawley, who the role of Aldous Huxley, Huxley's also a very famous name, in the promotion of what were originally known as psychotomimetic or psychosis imitating, a psychedelic. Or psychedelic drugs. This connection exposes the satanic quality of the work of Aldous Huxley in the preparation of what emerged as the rock drug sex counterculture of the nineteen sixties. Now Crawley and Capri, resident uh, Axel Munte. Why can't they just be Smith Jones? I, don't I know, know.
1: I know. Right. <laughs> were the leading
0: were the leading figures of the satanic antichrist cult of theosophy during the beginning of the 20th century. Quote, the publication of the pro-satanic periodical Lucifer in Vienna with participation of Crowley is exemplary. The role of Maxim Gorky in the Grotto of Capri was part of the pre-World War ac- I'm sorry, part of the pre-World War I activity of these pro-satanic circles. The composer, Richard Wagner, and the existentialist, Frederick Nietzsche, another famous mm, atheist, another atheist, were here. were key figures of this Antichrist movement. For uh, Mute, the original Antichrist was the Emperor Tiberius, whose son-in-law, Pontius Pilate, <laughs> executed <laughs> Jesus Christ. Isn't that interesting?
2: That's
0: very interesting. Uh, I know. I, I thought that would. Trigger your 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 historic brain there. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> this was the circle into which Aldous and uh, Julian Huxley were introduced by H. G. Wells and Bertrand Russell during the late 1920s and early 1930s. Notably, the Josiah Macy Jr. Foundation of the 1940s and 50s served as one of the principal co- coven, coven's like a witch coven
2: mm-hmm.
0: where the architects of the 1960s drug, rock drug sex youth et- counterculture often meet. So there's a lot of connections mm, there. Absolutely. Now remember the Apollo missions of the 1960s? hmm The Apollo missions to the moon right. and so forth? Now I find interesting that they named those missions Apollo because in the 1960s, part of the mass psychological model was a thing called the cult of Apollo oh. going back to the Roman days. Yeah. The cult of Apollo. Yeah. So uh, the continuity – well, it says the counterculture model of the British had imposed on the United States was based on the pagan ceremonies of ancient uh, Egyptian and Roman empires. Mm. It goes way back. Yeah, And these had a history of their own, the uh, the continuity of the cult of Apollo – is important to this point. There are black nobility families of Rome, whose families and family political traditions trace back to the Roman Republic. The Republican Empire under which their ancestors lived was in turn controlled by Rome branch of the cult of Apollo. The cult was during that time variously the chief usury's debt farming institute, that usury being uh, you know debt lending. Um uh, anyway, it's so the Debt Farming Institute of the Mediterranean region, a political intelligence service, mm. Roman intelligence. Wow. <laughs> that is
1: and something both else. A,
0: yeah, and both a cult and a creator of cults. From the death of Alexander the Great until the cult of Apollo dissolved itself into the cult of Stoicism, it had created during the 2nd century BC, the base of the cult was Ptolemic, Egypt, from which the cult controlled Rome. In Egypt, the cult of Apollo syncretized the cult of Isis and Osiris as the direct imitation of the Phrygian cult of Dionys- Dionysus
1: mm. and
0: the Roman imitation, the cult of Bacchus. You probably heard many of those names because you, yeah. you've studied preterism and that you, you get a lot of that in, mm-hmm. in that study. Oh, yeah. It was there that the cult of Stoic irrationalism was created by the cult of, of Apollo. It was the cult of Apollo that created the Roman Empire.
2: Mm-hmm. Did you know mm-hmm. that? I heard that it was similar, like uh, a reading on it like that. But now I'm really like, yeah, that's going to be true. <laughs>
0: the, now, the, the connections get really Connection. wild.
2: That, and moment. that's exactly yeah. the connections. Get yeah. Wild. Yeah.
0: It was the cult of Apollo that created the Roman Empire, which created the Roman law on the basis of the anti-humanistic Aristotelian, uh, uh, Nicomachean ethics.
2: Say that 10 times <laughs> fast. <laughs> I can't.
0: I can't. <laughs> Anyway, that is the tradition which the old black Roman families transmit. Mm -hmm. These Roman families over time became known as the Venetian black nobility, and today their numbers hold key positions within inner circle of organizations such as the Bilderberg Group. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Dun,
2: dun, dun, dun. <laughs> hey bro, and check this. You know that they're trying to they made an announcement in May of this year. They're trying to they're pushing their efforts to return to the moon again. And guess what? They're gonna name the program.
0: Oh, I can't wait to hear this. Go for it.
2: The Artemis program. And A- Artemis? Ar- Artemis? Artemis? Is it Artemis? Is it I A-R-T- it's Artemis? A-R-T- e- A-R-T- Artemis, yeah, yeah, Artemis, yeah, yeah, Artemis, yeah, which yeah. is the goddess Artemis, which yep. was heavily associated with uh, the natural satellite, and uh, she was known to be the twin of Apollo. Oh, my
0: goodness, whose wow.
2: moniker obviously graced the name NASA, and NASA or is the first round just, of missions, yeah, they so they're just correlated relating everything, you know,
0: <laughs> man, they so, just throw it, they just throw it in our face, don't they?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they say that it's all equal parts <laughs> oh, history, tradition, mythological symbolism, and sounding cool.
0: <laughs> yes, there
2: is a lot of mythological symbolism right yeah. along with the right, right, right along with right. the
0: mystery cults, and right along with the but secret Artemis, societies. Yep. And <laughs>
2: yeah. The twin sister of Apollo, Artemis, is yeah. going to be the new moniker for the future. If they, I mean, they're going to open up the program. I guess they're going to pursue it. So, oh huh. yeah, interesting. Now,
0: listen, this is right up your alley, going back to the music.
2: Okay. Okay. I'm,
0: I'm skipping a few paragraphs, but here we go. They have resorted to the same methods used by the ancient priest of Apollo, the promotion of diet. I said it perfect yesterday. <laughs> Dionysian cults of drug cultures, mm-hmm. orga, orgastic, erotic countercultures. Deranged mobs of machine breakers and terrorist maniacs to turn such a combined force of the de- minute rabble against those forces in society that are de- dedicated to science and technological progress. The following description of cult ceremonies dating back to the Egyptian Isis priesthood of the third millennium B.C. could just as well be a journalistic account of a hippie being uh, of A.D. 1969. Quote, the acts or gestures that accompany the incantations constitute the rite of Isis. In these dances, the beating of drums and the rhythm of music and repetitive mo- movements were helpful by hol- hallucinatory substances mm, mm-hmm. like, hash- like hashish and mescal. These were consumed as adjuvants to create the trance and the hallucinations that were taken to be the visitation of the god. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. Now take that and bring it into modern day, not only modern day rock and roll or hip hop or whatever, which along with drugs can put people into a trance, Mm -hmm. right? Oh, yeah put it into modern day christian music.
2: Yep. The repetitive the repetitiveness, what what do they call it, 10,000 verse repetitive uh, songs? Yes. Um, the
0: And what are we what are people doing? They're slaying with their hand in the yeah. air. Well,
2: brother. It's, what is it's, it? It's, it's, it's exactly. puts them into a
0: trance like state.
2: It's about, is, it's about what? It's about what, brother? The the worship experience. The, it's not about right. worshiping the Lord. It's about the worship experience. experience. How can you worship? How can your worship experience just put you in this trance? And we, you know, associate this with the Holy Spirit, which has nothing to do with the Holy Spirit. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's what it right. is. Let's play this really cool sounding sounds over and over to put you in that state of mind and right. go off into whatever experience you're going to have. Exactly, brother. You, you said. It. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. It's 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 the cult of Apollos has come to the church. Oh, yeah. Isn't that amazing? Now, I'm going to skip a few pages. There's so much good stuff here, but I, we can't cover it all. Mm-hmm. I'm going to skip a few. I, wa- I wanted to get this quote in and get your response. This is amazing. Uh, let me go back to, okay, I'm going to go back. It's talking about Huxley. In The Brave New World, his his novel, The Brave New World, then he goes down to the next paragraph. It says, in a speech on the U.S. State Department's Voice of America, in 1961, Huxley spoke of a world of pharmacological, I'm sorry, a world of pharmacologically manipulated slaves. Think about that. Pharmacologically manipulated slaves. Mm -hmm. Living in a concentration camp of the mind. The concentration camp may not be physical. It might be mental. Enhanced by propaganda and psychotropic drugs, learning to love their servitude and abandoning all will to resist. So they're killing the will to resist their efforts to enslave humanity.
1: Yeah.
0: Now there's more. This, this, I'm coming to a quote that's going to blow your mind. This, Huxley concluded, is the final revolution, which we're in right now, I do
1: believe. Mm.
0: Huxley's cohort in the 1950s experimentation with psychotropic drugs, Dr. Timothy Leary of Harvard University's Psychology Program, or I'm sorry, psychology department, quote, provided another glimpse into the perverted minds of the Russell Huxley Frankfurt School crowd. In flashback, his autobiographical account of the Harvard University psychedelic drug project, Leary quoted Huxley: "Quote Mm. these brain drugs." Now listen, listen very carefully to this quote: "These brain drugs, mass-produced in the laboratories, will bring about vast changes in society. This will happen with or without you or me. Yep, all we can do." is spread the word. The obstacle to this evolution, Timothy, is the Bible. Mm. End quote. Wow. Leary then added, we had run up against the Judeo-Christian commitment to one God, one religion, one reality, that has cursed Europe for centuries in America since our founding days. Drugs, that open the mind to multiple realities inevitably lead to polytheistic view of the universe we sense that the time for a new humanist religion based on intelligent good natured plur- pl- pluralism and scientific paganism had
2: arrived
0: mm, wow. thus every curriculum in the public school
2: oh absolutely absolutely
0: this has been their plan all along. And mm-hmm. they knew. They knew that Christianity and the Bible were their biggest hurdle to, to, to climb over.
2: Oh, absolutely.
0: They, absolutely. That's, that was their biggest resistance.
2: But it, isn't it amazing how they twist that and want to make seem like Christianity is the problem?
1: Right. right? Because right. They
2: can't. first of all, they can't get rid of it, you know. We are world. already victorious. We're we're living in the, you know in the new heaven and the new earth with the church being victorious. So what and can it, they do except blame on the church for everything? You know, put it on the church. They're the stumbling block. They're the, well, the creates the were the wars in those world. Right.
0: What they're up against, and they, they don't seem to understand this. What they're up against is the Holy Spirit.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, and yeah. I read that, and I thought to myself, too late, guys. Too little, too late. <laughs> yeah, because if you were going to stop Christianity, you had to stop it in the first century. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you'd never be able to stop it. Right. And they tried to crush it in the first century, and they couldn't because the Holy Spirit kept it alive.
2: Amen.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: now it's spread across the world. All every nation in the world has Christians now, and the Holy Spirit is occupying por- portions of every nation in the world. Mm-hmm. right yep and they're trying to fight against that to get their idea their their religion to be yep. the worldwide religion
1: yeah
0: and they're bumping it up against the Bible and the Holy Spirit and it's an impenetrable impenetrable force that mm-hmm. they can't that they're not able to uh to traverse yeah right they can't overcome it. Mm-hmm. And no matter how much mind control they try, no much how much, no matter how much AI they try, mm-hmm. uh, no no how much how much cybernetics they try, it will never work. Nope. The Holy Spirit has already claimed the victory and spread across the world.
2: Absolutely, we got a perc- perfect example right now in China. What is <laughs> happening in China, brother?
0: The Holy Spirit is whooping the crap out of the exactly. communists.
2: Exactly. <laughs> oh, that was. This will never become yep. a Christian nation. Yeah, that's okay. And what does the Holy Spirit do? Just starts penetrating little by little. Started with right. underground churches. Underground churches continue to grow. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. You know. There's like, one more quote I want to give you.
0: There's so much in here I want to talk about, but we that's can a do a lot it. of good stuff we in can, there. We could do some more podcasts on this, but I'm looking for this one last quote I wanted to, to give you, and then we'll we can kind of talk about it. Um where is it? I had it earlier. Uh and it talks about you know the I think four or five different things that they had planned to do mm-hmm. to overcome us. Um, oh, I gotta find that. It was so good. Okay, here it is. Here's here's the uh, it looks like it's going to be four things, all right? Okay. First, first, the first thing that the influence of home is obstructed, attack the home. Number one. Number two, yeah. that not much can be done unless indoctrination begins before the age of 10. Well, where is that going to happen? Mm. What's happening in the public schools right now? <laughs> Indoctrination. They're trying to. They're trying to indoctrinate kids under ten, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Mind control.
0: <laughs> yeah. Number three, that verses set to music and repeatedly intoned are very effective. Yeah. Well, what's happening in you know what's happening in the type of music that's going out? It's very repetitive, mm-hmm. certain tone, including a lot of Christian music.
2: And I was Number gonna four, say. No, you're, you're right. And sorry to stop you there, brother, but, uh, or just to interrupt there. It's happening more in churches, a lot more.
0: Yeah. And we got to be careful about that. Mm-hmm. We were singing old hymns in church today and it was so awesome.
2: Oh, yeah. Just Absolutely. so awesome.
0: Anyway, uh, number four that the opinion that snow is white must be held to show a morbid taste of eccentricity. What they're saying is, uh, what that is is that uh, if they say if they they, if they can indoctrinate kids that snow is black, as I read further into the chapter,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, then they can they have control of the kids.
1: Mm, yeah. Right.
0: Snow That's is right. black, even though snow is white. No, no, no. You've been That's told the snow is black, yeah. therefore it's black. So what are they doing? They're telling kids, oh, you're not really a boy, you're a girl.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, you're not really a boy or girl, you're a dog, you're a cat. Oh, you're not really male, you're transgender. You're asexual. You're this, that, and other thing. Yeah. This is indoctrination in the early ages. This is the final stage of their plan. Mm-hmm. Get your thoughts, brother.
2: It's, I, know. I think, and my thoughts are for the majority of people that hear this for the first time, more than likely, it's going to be shocked, obviously, because that's going to make you think to, you know, older ones like us looking back and looking at their studies and what they saw in the news <laughs> and compare it to what's going on today. For a lot of the people, it's going to be extremely shocking. Like, no way. You guys are conspiracy theorists. Oh, these theorists, you know, but it it it's what it is. I mean, it just historically, if you think about it, it's exactly everything that you has know, taken place. What they
0: what they call conspiracy theorists are really just conspiracy researchers, right? Right. That's all it is.
2: We're just trying to search whether these things are so, and in the, in the right. midst of you know searching these things whether are so, we can have some opinions about this and sure. call it conspiracy, whatever. But there's a little bit of evidence of some of this these questions that we have and yeah. when they come true, it's almost like you go well, I told you so but at the same time it's like no, this is real this is true. we're just we're not trying to be like, oh we're making trouble here no we're trying to let you know these things are real and they're true and they're happening. That's basically the message you know pushed.
0: Yeah and this stuff didn't just happen naturally. it happened by design absolutely it was it was socially engineered.
2: Yeah, and it's it's taken it, and it's taken years, right? Because it's not one thing that happens from. It's taken,
0: yeah, oh yeah, it's taken, it's taken many years, mm-hmm. yeah, and and it's over time they've right. been able to develop it, and uh, and so kids are not suddenly having um, identity crisis because it's just some natural thing that occurred. Right, they're having identity crisis because they are under psychological warfare and mind mm-hmm. control right right that's the reason this is designed yeah. to indoctrinate these kids and it killed their ability to resist tyranny yeah oh absolutely. absolutely and so and so the reason the bible and the holy spirit and christianity are the enemy of these things um Mike uh, what's his name he owns my pillow Lindell 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 Mike yeah. Lindell yeah Lindell. He's an example of cuz he you know he was a drug addict and mm-hmm. the music and all of that he was under a form of mind manipulation and control at one point right he, I mm-hmm. mean this had worked on him but as soon as he became a Christian the holy spirit entered, entered into his life and he began to get the washing of the word, cleansing his mind right. and his soul. Their mind control techniques completely were oblidi- obliterated.
1: Yeah. They, no, they, they,
0: had no, they had no control anymore. Right. They had no ability to control his mind. And so he's an example of millions of examples across the world where people have come to Christ and they become a new creature and the ability of the psychological techniques to control them was completely obliterated. And they and this really, really frustrates the oh, people absolutely. who were trying to trying to push this new world order and all that.
2: Absolutely. And I'm glad you mentioned mm-hmm. scripture and the Holy Spirit, because when we see in the old covenant Levitical Laws, brother, what did they Jews try to do a lot with those Levitical laws? They wanted to, to control the people, sure. <laughs> Especially the Sadducees. Is- Pharisees. It was like, sure. This is how I'm gonna control you. I know the law very well. I can manipulate it how I want to because I can see myself holier than thou, but I'm gonna to try to control you by it. and then Christ came and fulfilled that, and not only that, kind of kind of said, No, the commandments stand still, but this is how you obtain salvation now. That completely distorted their control over how you can only obtain salvation according to them, to the Levitical law. And now it's like, wait a minute, that's not the way. So what happens? That control got broken up big time, and Mm -hmm. we have freedom in Christ. But, I mean, if you even look at scripture, how were they, you know, people were controlled as well. False Christ, false, you know, occult that came about that were rampant during time. False Antichrist, right? I'm the Mm -hmm. real Christ, over here, like, what are you talking about? Let me tell you how I can control you. Yeah, even in the
0: first century, that was going even
2: on, even in the first century, what's going on, absolutely. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, and as we've seen, uh, mind control techniques have been around since ancient Egypt. Yep, and they incredible,
2: amazing. brother. Uh, so, when you connect yeah. everything, brother, and, and just from a, a historical, uh, Christian worldview, and you start looking at all the centuries throughout. And how many of these things, they're just regurgitated. But obviously with new technologies and new ways of presenting things, you know, and it's always, they're always in a way, like I said, strategic done so that people can fall for them faster and easier because they're going to go after like the desires of your heart what you treasure most, that's where they're going to go get you. And a lot of times you're in the middle of it. You don't even know that what's taking place until either Holy spirit reveals it to you, or you have a brother that comes, Hey bro, check it out. This is what's taking place. This is what I see you doing. And then you go, Oh, wait a minute. That is wow. Right. Mm Non-believers, they're going to fall for it no matter what. Right. Right, But for believers that are, you know, the the ones that are (laughs) deceived, you know, and it's going to take the Holy spirit, you know, in them just, whipping them upside down that to come to realization of what's taking place you know but yeah brother i mean this is that book right now i'm still thinking about a lot of the things you were reading and i'm like i gotta get that book first of all yeah
0: yeah here i'll show it to you tavistock it's t-a-v-i-s-t-o-c-k institute social engineering the masses daniel Estulin is E-S-T-U-L-I-N. If anybody wants to get the book, this book is blowing my mind, brother. But that's what it looks like
1: right yeah.
2: there. Awesome. So yeah, I'm gonna yeah. get it because now I'm a very, yeah. very, very intrigued to read more of oh, all of
0: it. I, I was skipping over major parts just yeah. to get things yeah. into the podcast. Well, let's let's get a reminder that uh God is still on his throne because all that stuff can be quite. Disconcerting, right?
2: Oh, absolutely.
0: So this is, uh, in Isaiah 45, it says, Thus saith the Lord to his anointed, to to Cyrus, whose right hand I have holden, to subdue nations before him, and I will loose the loins of kings to open before him the two levied gates, And the gates shall not be shut. So he's talking about using Cyrus as his anointed for the purpose of carrying out his will when it comes to nation states, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, he gets down to verse five and says, "This I am the Lord, and there is none else. Mm -hmm. There is no god beside me." This that now this really upsets the oligarchs in the new world order, because they claim to be gods. Right. right? Um, there's no God beside me. I girded thee though thou has not known me that they may know from the rising of the sun and from the West that there is none beside me. I am the Lord and there is none else. I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. Now, with that create evil part, let me explain. Because God is holy and righteous, and because out of that holiness and righteousness, God sets laws which define his holiness, mm-hmm. a natural a natural uh, consequence of that is the potential for evil,
2: yeah,
0: right? So because God is holy, the potential of evil or the breaking of his holiness, falling short of the glory of God, breaking of the law, can occur, which it did, right? We know that Satan rebelled. We know that man rebelled. Uh, And so that's what it means when it says, Mm -hmm. I create evil, right? right? It means that evil would not exist if God wasn't holy. If there, was no, if there was no standard of holiness, you know, absolute standard of holiness, then there would no be so, no such thing as evil. Right. See what I'm saying? Okay, so people get, get really worked up and confused over that statement, but that's really what he's saying. Now, let me read you out of Isaiah 46, verse 9. Remember the former things of old. For I am God, and there is none else. I am God, and there is none like me, declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times of things that are not yet done, saying, my counsel shall stand. I will do all my pleasure. No amount of mind control, psychological warfare, or anything else is able to overcome the work of God uh, on this earth or in heaven, God is supreme. He rules over nations, and these people are trying to do that. God will deal with them in his timing and in his way.
2: Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And that's a great way of uh, basically answering to those that say, see, during that time, God wasn't in control because that evil was happening or that evil was taking place. No, this is saying that even when God allows that evil, He's still in control, cause he will take care of business. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. God didn't God allow these things to happen to Job? Mm-hmm. Right. Told Satan, "Go ahead, but you can't kill him."
2: Right. Right. So, all right. <sighs> that is. So good we're gonna
0: stuff. have to close it out
2: yes we will but brother thank you that was awesome that's a great way to look at what the world looks like what has taken place throughout the years what they continue to try to do by way of manipulation and control and indoctrination but i love it when at the end we go back to god's word and to strictly read what the book says and tells you god is sovereign he's in control and no matter what he is victorious Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. So, for everybody so. out there listening, hey, take that at heart and live for the glory of God. Even in the midst of all the craziness that goes on around, around your city, your town, your state, your world, God is still in control and there's nothing anybody can do about it. Brother, all any right. last words to close us out? Thanks,
0: folks. I we, we really enjoy doing these and remember to subscribe and share to uh, promote this podcast and remember keep your mind sharp and and your heart pure and we'll see you next podcast
1: and
2: we'll catch you on the flip side
1: you have been listening to the vortex apologetic
2: podcast hey there ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in to listen to the vortex apologetic It is our prayer that God is glorified and that you are richly blessed by this podcast. We are living in amazing times, and it is a privilege to encourage and strengthen your Christian walk through the use of modern technology. Therefore, remember that you can find us at TheVortexApologetic.com, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and all major podcast providers. Search for the Vortex Apologetic, and there you will find us. Thank you again, and remember, keep your mind sharp and your heart pure. God bless.